For the best TV viewing experience, witness the coziest maroons, the most vibrant and brightest moons, the eeriest and darkest tombs, and radiant and vivid hues in any type of room with the Neo QLED and OLED TVs by Samsung. We're supposed to say Samsung, but that didn't rhyme, so <laughs> you're welcome. Samsung, more wow than ever. Seeing is believing, and you're not going to believe how bright and vivid the colors are on the Samsung Neo QLED and OLED TVs powered by the Neural Quantum Processor, because this is an audio ad. Unless you can see it, which means you already have one. Nice. Samsung, more wow than ever. It is the Osmo.com NHL DFS strategy show. We have a four-gamer, a playoff slate, and uh, a bunch of games that we saw just a couple nights ago. So uh, Josh Harris in chat already yelling Benino. So he's fired up. Uh, I'm sure we'll get a couple takes from him in the YouTube chat. Uh, as always, we will we'll go through all four games tonight uh no vancouver calgary uh garbage showdown um we actually have a uh, a slate where all the games count tonight so that is the good news um <clears throat> got line of study up here uh but first we're going to hit on the important stuff the reason we can have these free shows um, so a couple important things today, free premium content for the day, uh, NHL top stacks tool is unlocked. One of the favorite tools. It's a four game slate. It's definitely a, uh, a very useful tool. Um, anytime you're getting past like, well, a showdown slate, I mean, it can be really useful on a two gamer, but, uh, once you get to three, four, five, and so on games on the slate, uh, NHL top stacks tool, I think is the best look at uh, the slate in it just kind of summarizes everything that you need to know. Uh, obviously there's more nuances, but uh, NHL top stacks, one of our favorite tools, see who's under owned, see who's over owned, all that good stuff. Chance of being a top two stack based on simulations from Osmo himself. Also MLB ownership projections for the main slate that locks later tonight. And then NBA projections. Those are going to be free for everybody. Is Rupe playing tonight? Rupe Hints is not playing tonight. Um, finally, don't have to deal with that. Hopefully, he gets whatever was wrong with him figured out, and uh, and then we can move it on. So the show is a little bit earlier today. Uh, we do have an early lock, so I guess it makes sense. But um, if you're watching later, uh, you know the shows will probably be at one Eastern going forward. I don't know how many more we're going to have, but if the 
if the prize pools stay decent, we can keep doing um, some shows here. So we'll just kind of reassess uh, each week and see where the sites are pricing their contests at. So let's look quick at uh, last night. Then we'll talk about jock market. Then we'll talk about uh, a promo that we've got going on here. So artsy, craftsy, artsy, crafty Romo took it down. And I actually looked at this lineup this morning. Uh, It wasn't going to be one that I got to. So I I always feel pretty good about that. I I think taking a page, is this Whistles Go Woo burner account? Uh, You've got the three-man Colorado stack, McKinnon, Landeskog, no Rantanen. Graves in the util spot. That's fine because uh, you know if you're going triple defenseman, you want your last defenseman in the util spot to be the latest start time. So that's fine. Double defenseman uh, on the uh, f- for the uh, for the Hurricanes there. Hamilton and Pesci got the shutout from Nedeljkovic. Uh, Craig Smith one off got the OT goal gifted to him from uh, Sam Sanoff and Justin Schultz. And then a two-man, uncorrelated, well, I guess there's some correlation with the power play, but Stastny Wheeler, uh, two-man for Winnipeg. And Stastny didn't do a whole lot, but Wheeler was solid, 22 points. Um, so even though there were some high ownerships on this lineup here, this 20K winning lineup, uh, you know, it was a very unique build. So, I wasn't going to get to that. That always makes me feel a little bit better that uh, I didn't completely mess up. Um, another thing I like to do is just look at like how the max entry players did. This is the reality. If you are a max entry player or if you're playing like 50 plus lineups, uh, the price point was 15 bucks last night. It was a lot to enter. Um, you see none of the 141 maxers uh, made any money here. The one that did the best was Whistles Go Woo because he only lost uh, just under 900 bucks. So uh, regardless of what they say, 150, 141, max entering a tournament, um, you got to be prepared to do that multiple days in a row, multiple months in a row probably before you can decide if you're uh, any good at that. And it can be it can be pretty expensive. So I lost about half my entries. You can see me here cash 32 of them. Uh, my highest place was 34. I mean, wasn't very good. A uh, couple, a couple Osmo slack guys, Hoff, Deidre, two, eight, seven, who's been crushing recently, picked up his first win a couple nights ago. Um, but yeah, it was an absolute bloodbath for the uh, multi-entry players here. Not only the, the 141 people, but anyone 20 entries plus, I mean, only a couple guys actually made money here. So more cashy builds ended up doing it. Um, whistles go woo took down the 333. I saw that this morning. I did not stay up for the uh, the abs game. I didn't want to watch that. You know, I didn't want to watch the blues get absolutely smoked, which they did. I didn't want to watch Kadri take a guy's head off, which he seems to enjoy doing when his team needs to win games. I, I mean, whatever. He's probably going to get suspended a couple of games. Uh, and then, the abs will still sweep or do the gentleman sweep. But yeah, I, that guy, I mean, good player. It's kind of like Tom Wilson, although it's a little different than Tom Wilson. Wilson's probably on a level of his own, but in that next year of guys that, that like taking people's heads off, that are also good players. Kadri is, is right there. Um, Yeah. Whistles go woo took down the three thirty three. I actually don't remember the lineup. So let's take a quick look here. Yeah, it was okay. I actually do remember looking at this because I saw he had a good chance of winning it. Did his three man, uh, three defenseman, Pesci Hamilton, um, Logan Stanley, one off, got there for him. 13.2 DK points in his late night hammer in this lineup. And then just a bunch of Boston forwards with Rask. So not too bad of a lineup. Um, <clears throat> I probably would have played a different min salary guy besides Stanley, but can't argue with the results left 500 bucks. No, he didn't leave 500 bucks on the table. I think that was showdown pricing. Uh, FC having a little bit of trouble looking up the, uh, 
the main slate pricing for some of the NHL slates recently. So, um, all right, let's go through a promo that we've got for today. Two promos, promo code gold rush. Talk about this one on Tuesday, 25% off the uh, month long subscription of Osmo plus platinum. This is a very good deal. We don't have a lot of platinum uh, monthly promo codes really ever these days. And uh, this one's 25% off. So, you, know, you get it at a discounted rate. You can always unsubscribe if you like, but I think you're going to enjoy all the uh, ownership projections, the top stack tool, the top fighter tool, the top golfer tool, whatever sport you're playing. Um, you get to play all of them. You can uh, try out a bunch of different stuff uh, in a bunch of different tournaments across multiple sports. Um, so the platinum package, I mean, it's going to be the best bang for your buck. If you're even playing two plus sports, I think this is uh, by far the best package that you can get on the site and you get access to everything. So you're not going to get paywalled by anything. Get add on FC. If you like, uh, if you use that promo code gold rush, you get 25% off for your first month. So that's over 20 bucks that you're saving uh, on the first month alone. And then promo code play in, uh, didn't talk about this one, uh, earlier, but if you use promo code play in, you get, uh, two weeks of NBA express weekly for four ninety five. So two weeks for the price of one get started on those NBA playoffs. Um, and you can, uh, I think you can add on fantasy crunch to that one. So I got to check on that. This is an NHL show, but, uh, you know, got to talk about some NBA. I'll be watching the finals. I won't be playing a lot of DFS for NBA, maybe unless NHL ends way earlier, but, uh, NBA is a good time. A bunch of playing games going on right now, so that's why you're seeing promo code plan. But if you're ever looking to see which promo codes are active uh, or if we have any going on, osmo.com slash promos is how you're going to do that. Jock Market is the presenting sponsor of the show. I'm just realizing that I have the wrong layout up, so I'm going to switch that really quick because we've got a new promo code. Osmo50 is going to get you a $50 bonus uh, for your first deposit when you sign up at Jock Market. You can download it in the App Store, Android, or uh, if you've got an iPhone, download Jock Market, and uh, you're basically playing stocks and fantasy sports combined. So uh, if you guys haven't talked, if you guys haven't heard me talk about Jock Market, it is, uh, it's a really nice hybrid between the two, just your average fantasy sports and stock market. There's been a lot of talk about stock and stocks and crypto in the last few days on my Twitter timeline. So if you're looking to uh, kind of combine the two, Jock Market does a really good job. And, you know, on these newer sites, these um, some of these some of these newer sites, um, you can make uh, pretty good money early. Uh, you're not going to get the huge, massive, massive prize pools, the millionaire makers, but you're not going to win that anyways, for the most part. Uh, maybe if you play for 50 years or so you might have a chance to win those. But if you're looking to make some money, Jock Market is a very good site to do that on right now. So use that promo code OSMO50. Should see that up in the top right-hand corner. And that'll get you up to a $50 bonus on your first deposit. Alan, YouTube uh, member right there, you just says, hey guys, what's up, Alan? Like to see those, use those custom emojis. Or I think they're called custom badges. Um, you got like a bunch of faces of people on the site. So you got Alex, you got, uh, Laffy, Dr. Ben Raza, ship my money, Adam share spag. I'm seeing Emac, Kayla, uh, the news God, Josh Engelman, of course. Uh, I like just popping into those shows and just grabbing, uh, or just like spamming a bunch of those custom badges. Cause that's what you get when you sign up. So if you ever send us a super chat, you might as well just, uh, become a YouTube premium member. It's I think it's $2.99 per month and uh, get all these badges and uh, you're going to have a, an easier chance getting those questions asked, especially on the streams with hundreds or even thousands of viewers once we talk about NBA, deeper dive and uh, and NFL especially. There's multiple thousands of people watching those. So that's a good way to stick out and get your questions answered by uh, the content creators. <clears throat> let's talk about the games here. Got the lineup builder up here. If you want to follow along nhl.lineups.osmo.com. And this is just a free, this is the free version. We do have a premium version with ownership projections, the, uh, the even strength line uh, projection, uh, and then 
obviously the point projections for the individual players. So I've got that on my other screen over here. Won't share that, but I'll talk about some specific ownerships. Uh, I don't think the ownership is, um, is too surprising tonight. I'll say that we've got the Panthers and the lightning 2.6 implied total for the Panthers three for the lightning. This is an early lock time as well. If you guys weren't aware of that, I, uh, completely forgot about that yesterday, but, uh, Someone reminded me like an hour and a half before lock that it is going to lock a half hour earlier than we're accustomed to. So 6.30 Eastern, Drieger and Vasilevsky. Drieger getting a second chance here. A lot of couple goals in the first period and then settled down pretty nicely. Tampa got an empty net in game two. Big loss for the Panthers. Pretty pretty dumb loss, I think, because I think if they have Sam Bennett in there and they have a, a good second line, Maybe they win game two. Easily could have won game one. This has been a very closely contested series. And Florida's got to get one of these games, obviously. I mean, if they lose both, they're swept. Um, I, I think there's I think they're still gonna compete in this in this series. So I know Tampa looks good. Um, but if you look at these top two lines for the Panthers, they're just I mean, just amazing numbers for both of these. So Marchment, I'm seeing up on line one, whether it's Marchment or Duclair, like I'd rather have it be Duclair just because he can actually score some goals. But Marchment got a goal last game and he's $2,500 cheaper than uh, than Duclair. So mostly just looking at Barkov and Verhage on that top line. They're probably going to get points. Uh, Kucherov and Palat, that's not a great matchup, but you're getting really low ownership on the top line for the Panthers. You're getting really low ownership on the second line. For the Panthers, uh, which has been which was one of the best lines in hockey, well, just the the Bennett Huberto combo was awesome. Since Bennett uh, came over from uh, being buried in the Calgary bottom six, which we can't forget to mention, you got to mention that every show. Um, why take shots at winning lineups? They are winning lineups. I'm not taking any shots. I just. I would never get to that lineup. I just don't build lineups like that. No, I mean, you can't knock can't knock winning lineups. Sometimes weird-looking lineups, unconventional lineups, end up winning it. We see it happen all the time. So, no, I'm, I'm not knocking anybody. Anybody who's willing to take some chances in here uh, in these tournaments, I uh, got to give them some credit where it's due. Back to this one. So, I, I think I'm going to be overweight on both Florida lines, I, both – of the top two Florida lines, not really interested in the in the third line here with Wenberg. Uh, if you want to play Hornquist one off, or like you can go Barkoff, Verhage, and Hornquist if you want to leave Marchment off of there. I don't mind that. I still think Florida has got uh, maybe an even strength advantage at the worst. Like this is pretty even at five on five, and then Tampa has gotten there on the power play a few times in this series already, uh, and that's been the difference. But uh, five on five, I don't think it's a great spot for Tampa. Just the three implied total here, fully healthy. Um, that's a lot of respect to uh, to this Florida team. So ownership being the way that it is, you're seeing healthy ownership on Tampa 1. You're seeing uh, over 10% ownership on Tampa 2. I'm more likely to play a bunch of Tampa 1. But from running my stuff right before the show, like as if the slate was going to lock right now, I only got to like 5% of Tampa one and only like not many full stacks of, uh, of Tampa two either. So yes, Kucherov's a great play. Uh, if you want to play Kucherov point Palat, like not going to stop anyone from that ever, but, and you know, the power play is amazing as we said, but they're expensive. And I think there are some other teams that I like a little bit better tonight. So not going to fully fade Tampa. I rarely fully fade lines, teams uh, on, a, on a short slate like this, but not in love with that second line, especially going up into the, the Bennett, Huberto, Tippett trio. Um, and then Point Palat, Kucherov, they get a really tough matchup at five on five, no matter which line they're going up against. Unless they're somehow going to face off against Florida three, then yeah, that's a different story. But um I think it's going to be top six versus top six. Maybe Yanni Gord and Blake Coleman see some time against uh, Florida one and Florida two, but I don't think they're going to want to play Ross Colton and uh, Pat Maroon and Tyler Johnson, 
whoever else, Luke Shen against uh, this Florida top six. So just an ownership thing for me. And I, and I believe in this Panthers team still. So four to one, Florida two, I definitely like them at their ownership. Uh, Tampa one, I'm, I'm pretty confident I'm going to be below the field on them. Montour or Uyghur probably going to jump up to the power play one. You're seeing Montour on your screen. I think it could be Uyghur. I didn't see anything on uh, on power play uh, formations for Florida today, but they I, I did see they're probably scratching Keith Yandel. So that is a net positive for them for sure. Strawman, not a very good player, certainly not for DFS, but Yandel has been a liability so far. Um, and you get him off the top power play, you get a reasonable player in either Montour or Uyghur um, playing on the top power play with quality players. Uh, I'm, I'm in on either Montour or Uyghur, whoever you want to play. I think this is more of a guess right now who plays on the top power play, unless I just missed out uh, who was quarterback in the top unit in practice today. But Florida's pretty stingy with their information. Uh, Hedman 6,300. I'm, I'm probably going to end up bumping him down. I haven't been super impressed with Hedman recently and he would be more of just a, like, I don't want to call him crystal tang, but like he would be more of a crystal tang type play for me. I, I might allow for some one-offs of Hedman, but I think I'm more so playing him in the few Tampa stacks that I do have. And more importantly, like Tampa power play stack. So if I'm going point Kucherov, Stamkos, then yeah, I want to try to force in Hedman for 6,300. But I think there are some better defensemen uh, for cheaper tonight. Um, Looking at some of the Vegas Golden Knights defensemen, because there's always a handful we can play there. Um, Other guys in this game, again, I don't think you need to play Ruda. He's 2,700. He's probably going to play like 10, 12 minutes. Jernak, um, is fine for 3,700. Savard only got like 16 minutes in the last game. So maybe not going to go to him very much, even though the price is good for 3,300. Let's go to the Penguins and the Islanders 2.6 implied total for the Penguins 2.7 for the Islanders. It's going to be Jari. It's going to be Barlamov. Likely this series tied up going back to, uh, where did they play? Brooklyn? I can't even remember. Um, anyways, Malkin expected to be back tonight. He skated, uh, even strength lines this morning. He was on the power play, uh, on the top unit in his normal spot. Uh, so he's going to play. I'm very confident in that. Um, still probably worth keeping an eye on, on it, uh, after lock. This one locks 30 minutes later, so just stick around once uh, the main slate locks. Make sure Malkin's in. Um, not that I'm crazy about playing Malkin. I'm really not. I think they're going to get run over, actually, by the Barzell, Komarov, and Everly line, and or the uh, Pajot, Palmieri, Wallstrom line. So <clears throat> this one's tough because I like I like Barzell and Everly. I hate that they're with Leo Komarov. So I'm going to have a lot of two-man Barzell Eberle's tonight going up against pit two and three. Um, I think Nelson Bavillier and Bailey sees a lot of time against pit one. And the Nelson line's been crushed in this series so far, specifically last game. And um, now they get to go up again against pit one. And pit one hasn't had a, a massive game so far in the, in the first couple, but I think there's one in there. And, if, you know, they gave up 22 shot attempts at five on five last game, Islanders two. And a lot of that wasn't even against pit one. So I'm all over pit one. You get them at like half the ownership of, uh, of Tampa one. So I think that's appealing. Um, yeah. I mean, just a, a very good line, fully correlated. Their price isn't so appealing that, they're just getting forced in by optimizers. It looks like their ownership is pretty much in check. You might see Gensel or, uh, or Russ come in, probably Gensel come in uh, below 10% on a four game slate. I think that's pretty good. 
anytime you can play the Crosby line. Um, and I just think I think they're going to run over Nelson, Bavillier, and Bailey, unless I have the line matching completely wrong. Maybe they see more of Pajot, Palmieri, Wallstrom. I still think they've got the advantage there. Um, so for me, it's Islanders one, specifically Barzell, Everly, do what you want with Komarov. I think he's had one game where he's been in the nut lineup. Uh, Seeing is believing, and you're not going to believe how bright and vivid the colors are on the Samsung Neo QLED and OLED TVs powered by the neural quantum processor. Because this is an audio ad, unless you can see it, which means you already have one. Nice. Samsung, more wow than ever. It's Chevy truck season. And with the Chevy Silverado, there's no such thing as an uphill battle. With the Chevy Silverado, you can take on the mountains or you can move them. Because with impressive towing capability, an available 13.4-inch diagonal touchscreen, and a choice of powerful engines to pick from, whatever your mountain, there's a Silverado with the capability you need. Click to learn more. Find new roads at your local Chevy dealer. So if you cashed your Comroff ticket, I think that was early in April. Congrats to you. Uh, I'm going to be leaving him off of most of my Isles 1 stacks. I'd rather go like Barzell, Eberle, and Beauvillier or Pajot and just get another guy in the top power play, even though the Isles aren't amazing on power play. Um, so, yeah, it, it's pretty much just pit one for me on the Pittsburgh side. And Latang, like I said with Hedman, if you're playing – pit one and you can afford $5,700 Latang. you go for the onslaught. I don't mind that. I think if pit scores three to four or five goals here, it's going to be mostly from pit one and you might be able to pick up a couple assists from Latang at worst. And it's not like he never shoots. I mean, he shoots an okay amount. He's just always a little bit overpriced for me, almost always an add on for pit one for me. Actually, Islanders one, or I'm sorry, Islanders three is getting more ownership than Islanders one and about the same as Islanders two. Um, mostly a price thing. They're not a third line. So, I mean, don't be fooled by the formations we have them here. Islanders are pretty balanced right now. I don't know. I have, uh, let's see. So I've got these ownerships plugged in. I ran everything with the the correct line information. And I'm a little under the field on Islanders three. So I didn't even realize how chalky they are, but it, it does make sense. I mean, people like playing Peugeot, Palmieri is still way underpriced. And then I like Wallstrom a lot. So I still like them. Um, it's just going to be a little bit more difficult than I had thought to get unique lineups with uh, what's listed as a third line. That's not really a third line. Be fine with Alex Martina. Alex. Alec Martinez and uh, Montour on FanDuel. Yeah, definitely. Go Isles. This one, I mean, if I've got the matching correct, like there's two matches I like on the Isles and there's one that I really like on the Penguins. So I think this one's pretty even. Um, other defensemen. So since Malkin got kicked off the, uh, or I'm sorry, Malkin goes on the top power play, McCann drops down to power play two. Looks like Matheson is probably going to get kicked off that second unit, but I still like him for 3,200. Are we going back to Scott Mayfield? That's probably the question everybody's tuning in for. Uh, I think he he had like 27 points on DK. He was like the highest scoring player, I think, on the entire slate. I know the highest scoring defenseman, although Dumba gave him a pretty good run for his money late with like 13 block shots. Um, Mayfield's fine for 3,600. Wouldn't expect... Uh, another combo meal, but definitely could get you the blocks bonus. Um, the rest of these guys, like I, I just never know what to do with these Isles defensemen. So Mayfield, Pulak, uh, Letty, and Pellick are probably all going to be in my pool tonight. Um, they're at least going to get lineups crunched out with them, whether or not they actually end up in my lineups. I don't know for sure. It looks like Dobson's on the top power play. He's another one where I'm probably just playing Dobson in uh, in Isles one stacks for the most part because he's not play- he's just not playing that many minutes. Um, even though he's cheap, 
sometimes these cheap guys just get tossed in there if they're on the top power play. And that's something I like to avoid if they're going to be popular at all. 6%, not the end of the world for Dobson. All right, let's go to Montreal and Toronto. 2.4 applied total for the Canadians, 3.2 for the Leafs. Carey Price expected to go against Jack Campbell, who was confirmed for the Leafs. Leafs getting healthy. Um, feels like they haven't played in like three weeks, but um, got Zach Hyman back on the top line with Matthews and Marner. Uh, I will never slander Zach Hyman again after having half the season where they played Joe Thornton with um, with Matthews and Marner, and they played uh, Nick Foligno some. I mean, he's a better player than Thornton, but like – he still doesn't really do a whole lot for DFS. Hyman does do a decent amount for DFS. And it looks like he's on the top power play. They're going back to this garbage balanced power play units deal. I don't know how much I believe that this is actually going to happen if this is a close game. Like you're probably just going to see Matthews Marner, Tavares Nylander with one of the defensemen if it's a tight game. But for now, Zach Hyman lists on the top power play. This is one that's a little bit more similar to the Tampa, at least the way I feel about it, like the Tampa-Florida game. So Toronto, uh, you've got the amazing top line of Hyman, Matthews, and Marner. But they're going to get a pretty tough match. It sounds like they want to go up against, or they're not going to avoid Deneau, Tatar, and Gallagher. Um, And that's been one of the better lines in the NHL for the better part of two or three years. Uh, at five on five, don't give up a lot at five on five. You know, they don't score a ton, but they do generate a lot of chances. Uh, they just, they're, they're not great finishers. Um, that being said, if they're going to see a fair amount of time against uh, what I think is a top three line in the NHL, probably, although I, I probably have like 10 lines in my top three, uh, you know, Colorado won, what Boston won, Vegas won when they have Pacioretty. I think uh, Toronto one is about as good as any of those. Although Colorado one for now, best line in hockey. This line's up there is my point. So it's not an, it's not an amazing five on five spot for Leafs one, but they are amazing themselves. So I don't really care. I hope they see more time against Suzuki Toffoli, Armia. That line's been really, really good at five on five offensively, defensively below average. So um, anyway, you shake it, you're getting Matthews and Marner together and you can fit them tonight. I'm, I'm not having trouble doing that. I have a lot of Matthews one-offs. He's my highest owned player on the slate. He's going to probably be the highest owned player on the slate overall. Uh, but I'm right there with it. I, I don't see a reason to fade him here. Montreal has had trouble all season taking penalties. Um, I don't know that's, that's going to stop in this series fully rested. I mean, I just, they look, this looks like the stack for me, Toronto one. So I'd rather have Toronto one than Tampa one. Uh, I'd rather have Toronto power play than Tampa power play. Um, but yeah, it, it's, a, it's a Toronto one night for me. I am going down with the chalk, uh, this chalk at least. Uh, I do like Suzuki Toffoli Armia just because of that quote. I think Cliffy shared it in the premium Slack earlier today, um, or maybe he tweeted it. That they said that the Matthews line isn't going to avoid any line on Montreal. So that tells me that they're probably going to see it at the very worst a split, but maybe even more time against a no Tatar Gallagher. And uh, you know Suzuki line is going to see some of them, but probably not the whole game. So I'm going to take some stabs with Suzuki Toffoli and Armia Felino there with Tavares and Nylander is going to make that line a little bit stronger defensively than some of the iterations. Um, but Suzuki Toffoli, Armia, one of the best lines uh, in terms of just generating expected goals for per 60. And they've got a decent sample. So been riding them since uh, they started their hot streak. Felt like I was pretty early on them and, uh, on a four-game slate, if there's going to be goals scored here, I think pretty good chance that you see Toffoli and or Suzuki and Armia get in on it here. And Toffoli doesn't really project that well, so that makes me like him a little bit more. Like 
he could easily get you 1.3 DK points here. Um, but I think he's got about as he's got like nuclear upside. Uh, he doesn't have Matthews upside, but uh, he's got like hat trick upside playing on this line, I think. Um, so he's almost never going to be left out of the equation for me on a, a four gamer like this. And if he's going to be 5% owned, 6% owned, like we have him right now, uh, I'm definitely in for some of that. Petrie, 5,800, a little bit expensive, uh, but he's going to play big minutes. Edmondson is probably the other guy that I'm going to play uh, a little bit of on the Montreal side. Sandine, again, just an add-on for Toronto power play one stacks. Um, haven't really talked too much about Toronto two. I think for the most part, I'm just going Tavares and Nylander two mans. If you want to play some Felino, it's okay. He's not like the biggest plug in the world, but um, man, there's not a lot of full stacks that I love. And I think that's why I like Toronto one so much because Hyman for me, isn't a guy that I'm trying to like take out of my, of my Toronto one stacks to fully correlated great power play against a team that takes a lot of penalties. I know it's the playoffs. Maybe, you know, they call less, but Matthews, Matthews is going to score here as he always does. Uh, It's just a matter of when and and how many times I think. So Justin hole 3,400. If you want to go there, Morgan Riley is probably out of the equation for me just because if he's not going to be on that top power play, uh, there's really not a whole lot of use for him for 5,100. All right. <clears throat> Last game of the night, then we'll get out of here and cut it a little bit shorter, uh, a little bit more efficient here. 2.9 implied total for the Golden Knights. 2.5 for the Wild. I think this is actually a closer game. <clears throat> I saw on a couple sites, uh, the lines actually move more in Minnesota's favor, which Tells me Pacioretty's probably not ready. Maybe there was some thought that he was going to be ready. I, I've got Flurry and Talbot to to uh, start this game. Talbot confirmed on your screen. Flurry, I mean, they started him after the game one loss. They're they're going to start him after the game two win. I would think Minnesota could easily be up two zero in this series. Um, they probably felt like like that one got away from them. I would think. Um, they were controlling the game for, you know, they, they got the Dumbo goal and then they gave up one right away and then they gave up another one, um, kind of a, a fluky goal uh, after that. So that one just got away from them. It seemed like expectation-wise, I think uh, if Minnesota, like Minnesota would have taken that 100% of the time, a split in Vegas. And this is where, this is where last change is super important, I think. Um, you've got the best shutdown line in the NHL, Erickson Eck, Greenway, Felino. They're going to go up against Stevenson, Tuck, and Stone. And they're just going to wipe them out, I think. Um, and now that leaves the rest of these Minnesota lines. I, I've been as anti-Victor Rask as anyone, but the Rask, Fiala, and Marcus Johansson line has actually played pretty well so far uh this series it's only a couple games um but like fiala especially 5800 he's a guy i'm going out of my way to one off tonight um whether you want to play him with rask or johansson to make it a two-man okay i mean if he scores it's a decent chance that one of those guys gets an assist or two um but i i love fiala as a one-off one of my favorite one-off guys uh, on the entire slate for 5800 playing top power play, generating a ton of scoring chances. I don't, I don't think he's scored yet in this series, but got to feel like that's going to come. Uh, if he keeps taking 10 shot attempts a game, if he keeps generating five or six scoring chances and a couple high danger chances, uh, especially on home ice, like you don't have to worry about the matchups here. <clears throat> Minnesota does a pretty good job of uh, avoiding opposing top competition with their young players, their young scorers, and freeing them up. Not to say that Marcia So, Carlson Smith is a perfect matchup, but for the Kaprizov line, they've played – so they were amazing together at 5-on-5 five five, uh, in their 85-minute sample or whatever it was we went over on 
Tuesday. They played well so far. Uh, haven't had a ton of scoring, but they're another one. I, I feel like they've been close. Um, and on home ice, you don't have to deal with Mark Stone. You don't have to deal with Tuck, uh, which is not – they haven't been good at five-on-five five generating offensive chances, but they have uh, – they're tough. They're going to be tough defensively, even without Pacioretty up there. With Pacioretty, they're an absolute no-go. Um, without Pacioretty, um, not quite as strong, at least according to what the the numbers nerds say, right? And I'm including myself in that. 26 minutes this year head-to-head with the stone line. Eric Sinek, uh, Felino have a 73% expected goal share. 0.92 expected goals against per 60. That's, yeah, that's absurd. That, that was Cliffy, by the way, in chat. If you're listening to this or you didn't catch that message in chat, yeah, they're, they're just going to shove them down. Right. And so maybe, maybe Stone gets a goal or Tuck gets a goal. Like, I just, for as far as outlier performances go, things would have to go absolutely perfect for Vegas one as the full stack on this slate at this price to be, uh, to be the nuts. So they're pretty much a, a wipeout for me. Um, if you want to play a tough one off, okay. If you want to play Stone, Tuck, two man. I mean, it's fine. It's a four-game slate. It could happen. Um, and if it's a low-scoring slate, maybe they only need to combine for one goal and you know one gets the shot bonus. But you just got to know, if you're playing Vegas 1, it is as bad of a match as you can ask for. So I'm dropping down to some Vegas 2. But the problem there is they're pretty heavily owned. Like, they're no secret. They're cheap. Marcia So, Carlson, Smith, they're going to get the, the weaker matchups, though. So it's probably Vegas two or nothing for me. They, uh, Minnesota two might be my highest owned stack. Once again, Hartman is not a bad player, especially for DFS. 3,300, Zuccarello and Kaprizov, uh, their body of work this season has spoken for themselves. And Kaprizov, one of my favorite one-offs. Uh, he's he's more of a playmaker, but he, he does go through these stretches where he does t- attempt a ton of shots in games. So he is a scorer, uh, but also a great playmaker. So play him as a one-off, play him with uh, Zuccarello, play him with Hartman, or play the full line. I'm doing a lot of all that. Um, And then, like I said, Fiala, um, one of my favorite one-offs as well. So really digging Minnesota 2 and uh, maybe some Minnesota 3 mini stacks. But Kaprizov's my anchor on Minnesota 2. I don't know if I'll group that in saying like, if I play Hartman, uh, if I play Zuccarello, I got to play Kaprizov, but I I don't think that's a bad idea. And then uh, if I'm playing Victor Rask, I I think I'd probably group in that. You got to play Fiala in that lineup. I I wouldn't want any Victor Rask one-offs. I think if he gets there, it is um, based on Fiala. What do you think of Minnesota PP one? Yeah. I mean, the Minnesota power play, I think for the season was one of the worst in the NHL. I know they had a stretch where like they didn't score in like 30 straight or something, something absurd like that. I don't think that's a bad idea. <clears throat> Still, uh, you know, I guess they're doing this two defenseman thing. I, I can't stand that. Um, I guess that's on the second unit with Suter and Dumba. But the problem is the power play is so split up and, you know, Rask is part of that, but Nino, I'd, I'd probably rather play Benito one-off over Rask. Um, but, yeah, I think the, the thing I'd be more interested in doing on the Minnesota side, instead of stacking up the top power play, is to do – here, I'll just do it on the lineup builder. Like, what I'm thinking about is – can you guys see this, by the way? Yeah, I think you can. Let me make that a little bit more viewable for everybody. So, if I'm making a Minnesota power play stack, I think I'd rather just do, like, a hybrid two-man – so I'll go like Kaprizov, Hartman, and well, I'd, I'd probably go like this: Kaprizov, Hartman. So now you've got power play two for Hartman, power play two for uh, Zuccarello, and power play one for Kaprizov, power play one for Fiala, and now you just take a defenseman, pick a defenseman that you like, 
So you've got two guys in the top power play, two guys in the second power play. Uh, you could take Spurgeon for 4,900. You could take Dumba for 4,400. So it's not like the classic Josh stack, but you're getting five guys at a reasonable price, four forwards and a defenseman. Um, and then you can pretty much fill it in with whoever, not whoever, but you know, if you like Florida, uh, you could go, you could go two man Barkoff, uh, Verhage or Bennett Huberdeau. Like you can make that work. You could probably even make point Kucherov work with that. So another, just another way to get some differentiation. Um, yeah, I do like Minnesota a lot. I think I was saying in chat earlier, half joking, but like, Vegas is going to have to figure out a way to win one of these games at home because they're not going to get much scoring at all from, from this top line. So, yeah, I mean, that's how much respect that we sh- pretty much all have for Minnesota one at this point, Erickson at Greenway and Felino, like they just completely wipe out the opposing top competition. Um, But yeah, that is all for the forwards. I think really high on Minnesota tonight, especially Kreisov, especially Fiala. Um, defensemen, there are definitely a handful of guys you can get to on the Vegas side and the Minnesota side. Minnesota, um, Dumba, and, and Spurgeon are the guys that I most want to play. Um, <clears throat> I think I think I actually prefer Dumba tonight because I think Spurgeon and Suter are probably going to play mostly in a shutdown role. Whereas, you know, Dumba, Brodeen, they're probably going to go more with Minnesota two and three. If I have that, if I have that correct, I think that's correct. Shea Theodore, 5,900. I think my favorite defenseman on the night. Um, Riley Smith was skating with that top. He, he was on the, um, well, him and Carlson were both on the power play with the Shea Theodore unit. And uh, not to, you know, put my hand in the dirt here, but uh, Shea Theodore was, like he was crazy aggressive on the power play um, two nights ago. He had 13 shot attempts in total, uh, like just hammering everything. So if that's going to be their game plan, just put shots on Talbot. And it, it has been for the most part. Uh, and you know, once they got down in the second period, they just started blasting him with shots. A lot of them were point shots. Uh, Theodore's not shy. Petrangelo, he's not shy either. 6,400. So I like those two guys a lot and even some Alec Martinez. So Shea with either Vegas two or by himself, I think is as good of a defenseman play as you're going to find tonight. But yeah, this is a good slate. Uh, For me, it's probably, you know, this slate could be over before the rest of the game start. Uh, I could easily see Tampa one just completely blowing it out of the water. And then I've got three lineups that, have a realistic chance of winning anything. And that's the worst feeling. So, you know, if I end up getting to eight, 10% of Tampa one, I'm, I'm probably just going to have to end up doing that because I want to at least give myself a chance. Should they go nuts while also being underweight? So going to try to, uh, you know, risk of ruin as well. Like I don't want to zero out if Tampa's mega chalk and I fade them completely. I'm not trying to lose all my entry fees on a night. I think, that's not the way to play multi-entry. There's probably times where you can do that, but uh, on a four-game slate, I want to still diversify a decent amount, if that makes some sense. Hat-trick pick. Who did I pick the other night? Did I pick? Yeah, I picked the thrill. Um, I will pick uh, – I'll pick same team. You know what? Actually – yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll pick the same team. I'm not going to pick Matthews. That's cheating because he always scores. Uh, I'll pick uh, Kevin Fiala. 5,800 for him. I like him a lot. I really do. But uh, that's going to do it for today. Uh, if you guys want to check out the promo codes we've got going on, Gold Rush, 25% off, month-long subscription of Awesome Plus Platinum. If you're playing multiple sports for DFS, um, if you want access to projections, ownership projections, lineup builders, uh, premium slack for all those this is the best offer that we have right now all encompassing uh, everything on the site uh, excluding fantasy cruncher although you can add on fantasy cruncher if you would like for an additional charge with the promo code gold rush uh, and then play in if you're playing any nba two weeks of nba express weekly for the price of one which is 495 
promo code PLAYIN. Thanks to Jock Market for sponsoring the show. As always, go check them out if you guys haven't and use that promo code AWESOMO50 for a $50 deposit bonus uh, on your first deposit. Cliffy and Josh will close it out tomorrow with another, I think it's a three or four gamer, and uh, then we'll see where we're at after that. We'll always be in Slack, though. So hit us up in Slack. If you got any questions, hit me up on Twitter. If you have any questions about memberships or, you know, goalies or whatever it is, I'm happy to answer. Just excited that people are still excited about NHL DFS because I still am. But uh, those two guys will break it down for you tomorrow. Good luck until then. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.